Hey guys, this is Genesis from Redeemed LA, and today we are here with Deborah, Josue, and Danny. And today's new episode is called Toxic Love. Hey guys, welcome back to the encounter. And um, just like Genesis said, uh, we're going to talk about toxic love. You guys might wonder, saying, Danny, what are we talking about? What is this toxic love? But I, I always like to say, like, like we have to understand where we are in our life. You know what I mean? Like we have to see where. Uh, where our paramours are, if you guys don't know what paramours are, it's like our lovers and other people we choose to be, uh, you know, in love with. And and one one question that came up is that that you know, what do you do if you're in a toxic relationship? Like like how do you know? And um, Dora, you were telling me you were telling me like like you had a few examples, and I thought it was pretty nice. Go ahead. Yeah, I I love the. I thought like the best example of how do you know when love is toxic is in second timothy 3 2 because literally guys everything is in the bible already all we have to do is just open it and find the answers um but yeah let me read it to you guys because i can go on forever for people will be lovers of self lovers of money proud arrogant abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy heartless unappeasable slanderous without self-control brutal not loving good treacherous reckless swollen with conceit Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. And I thought it was so amazing. Like, how do you know when love is toxic? We see the perfect example of love in 1 Corinthians 13. And now we see the perfect example of what love is not. And it's these people who do all of these things. That What, what are all of these things lacking? They're lacking love. Mm. So when, when you have an action that does not have love, it's toxic. Right. And it's so crazy because people, a lot of people are... Are even like in toxic relationships don't even know about it you know what i mean like they think that's the normal way and you know these people like i, I don't want to either bash the people that are that are people are toxic but that's why there's this thing called uh i see it in tiktok a lot and it says that uh, toxica or <laughs> toxico and there's a reason that these people are so emotionally broken that they're not even willing to let go, you know, their husband or their boyfriend down to the corner. Like, not even down to the, the liquor at 7-Eleven. Like, no, 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 you got to stay here with me. Or, you know, um, it's hilarious because I see a, tic a lot of TikToks that, like, they put, like, oh, uh, yo tengo una toxica. And, like, it's like they want to mark their property. And I'm like, bro, how is that being patient? How is that being kind? How is that being, like, you don't have to, you don't have to get a tattoo of saying I'm married. That's why God put the ring on that finger. To say, hey, I am married. I cannot be with any other woman. So, or any other man. So, uh, I, I, we, we we're trying to see like how. So, we we already seen that that the best example is First Corinthians thirteen. You said right. That's the good example. The, the yeah. good example and the bad example is the one uh, that you read in Second Timothy. Second Timothy three. So we have to see that. I dare you guys to right now just not not close your eyes, right? Close your eyes and pray. None, right? But um, like like like. Figure it out. Where are you in your relationship? Uh, some some of us even have like a. Um, this is most of the older people, but younger people are in relationships that. Oh, uh, I've heard of this, and it, it's so crazy that I've heard this. Like I see, I've heard fourteen year old kids tell me, "Oh, I can't talk to that girl because you know the girl I like doesn't let me." I'm like, bro, who gives you these permissions at fourteen? This is when you get married and like your wife is like, yo, I don't like that girl. Be careful. They must have a different sense. But bro, a 14-year-old girl telling you not what to know what to do and what to do. Not even my mom. You know? <laughs> like I tell them like the only person that should be able to tell you that is your mom. <laughs> Everybody, daddy. your dad. Everybody else is like secondary. Like, oh, don't talk to her because I don't like her. I would tell her, bro, 
she's my friend and we're going to be friends. So And I no longer like you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm no longer going to be with you. So we have to understand that. that how, how do we know this? And, and we read these verses. Which the verse is what? The, the good Tim- Oh, the good one? 1 the Corinthians one? 13. And the bad one? 2 Timothy 3, 2. Okay. So the next question that we were having, which one was it? Um, how do you, how do you, if, ah, what do you do if you or someone you know are being abused by the person who says loves them? And that's crazy, right? We, like, like oh man, we get to this, like, we get to this, like, like crazy topic, right? Like, what happens if you're being abused? What happens if you're being, um, um, what happens if you're being, like, abused? Just not even, not even, it has to be sexual, right? It might be, like, like, through your mind, right? Yeah. And, um, it's just so sad that it happens to people, right? But, uh, at the same time, we have to understand that people that abuse us don't love us. Because, for example, the perfect love and the person, the person that showed us love first is Christ. He has never forced us to do anything. So how dare other people uh, force us to do stuff? Yeah, I was going to say that abuse doesn't always have to be sexually. Like, there's also verbal abuse. You could really, like, hurt them. You could even Mm -hmm. kill them. Uh, In Proverbs 18, 21, it says, A tongue can speak words that could bring life or death. So not only are you abusing them, like, spiritually but you're also causing them death and because of that death they could literally leave church and church was supposed to be their home you know their salvation but it just thanks very much so so like janice said it's very important because it can bring death something that we have to highlight with um toxic love is that it's poisonous right that's why it's toxic if something's poisonous it eliminates peace it takes away life like a real poison and it therefore toxic, right? And also, that's going more into mind if we go back, go to the verse of Psalms 19, 1 to 6. It talks about how the heavens, how the heavens and the earth talk about God's knowledge through, you know, animals and all that. You know, if you think about it, snakes have venom, they're toxic. And most importantly, people who are toxic are like parasites. They only look for their own benefit and not the benefit of others. So another way to see if love is toxic, if it's parasitic only the person in charge is the one that benefits and no one else like you know almost like 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 a leech you know like a leech sticks to you and it only sucks out your blood until it's full it's crazy because it, i was i was seeing that uh, uh i don't know i'm sorry you guys might think that i'm uh, you know addicted to tiktok but i promise i'm not but i saw <laughs> but i saw on tiktok that this guy gives a bunch of leeches like liver i don't know if you guys saw that one and the liver was red 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 and when he took it out it was white white uh-huh. white yeah it was white and then it's crazy because all the leeches were no longer in it they were full therefore they don't they don't need to take anything more out so what does that mean or there was no more to take. Uh, there was no more so what happens is that the, since the leech since this parasite this person is so toxic that he takes everything that you need to give that when you're done with it he throw you to the side they no longer need you and i think that's another perfect example of what is toxic love when it's all take 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 yeah. take or because, give me give me give yeah me. because love is all about giving mm. love is all about um thinking about the other person first putting them together but i was thinking danny sometimes um we don't know or understand what love looks like and we've been in a toxic relationship maybe not with someone we love but with our parents mm. You know, not all of our parents are amazing uh, human beings. A lot of them were abused by their parents and therefore no, no other way. And it passes down like a generational curse. So I think sometimes we are confused with what love should look like. And so when someone that we love is in, in, in this, let's say, toxic relationship, I think that the first thing we have to do is think about their, their safety, think about um, 
how we can get them to safety. But of course, we're talking about youths, guys. Sometimes there are adults um, who choose to be in these relationships and all we can do is pray for them, mm. talk to them about Jesus and have them understand who they are and how much they're worth. But if it is a youth and it's someone who is under 18 years uh, old, yeah, <laughs> we get to action ASAP. Um, Danny was saying earlier, you call the cops. Um, <laughs> and absolutely, you call the cops. If it's abusive um, physically, call the cops. You tell their parents. You start put being a barrier in between them. Uh, start having space between them because it's, it's difficult when you love someone who is toxic and you can't see it. You think everything is great and awesome. And only when you are on the outside, you can see these things. So, yeah. So what do you do? You you spring into action. Right. Don't wait. Don't be that friend that's like, oh, it's so cute that he lets you, um, that he wants to tell you exactly what to wear every day. And oh, my God, you can't wear like a T-shirt because he thinks it's revealing. Like, no, no, guys, this is not the way to go. You need to spring into action. If you're you are the friend and you need to speak to someone who is older than you and can help them, you can speak to their parents. Um, yeah, I, I think it's important that we and, understand that and, there's uh, steps. And also, as, as a parent, we have to watch out who our kids, uh, maybe older people are, are hearing this, right? If you're a parent, I heard some of my friends are actually listening to this. So if you're a parent and you're not worrying about who, what your kid and who your kid is talking to, I tell you today, you should be caring. Absolutely. Actually, they should have be, your kids should be so comfortable, they should be able to tell you, hey mom, I'm in a relationship with so-and-so, and they're telling me that they don't like it when I wear this. So then the mom or the dad, which is older and is old enough to recognize this, they go, hey, 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 stop with her, stop but with him, stop. They're not your wife. They're not your husband. They're not willing. And they don't have any power over you. Danny, even friends. I agree. Anybody. Anybody. That, that's why That's why it's it's a two-way job, right? The parents should be doing their job. And the kids should also be doing their job, right? Like you said, no parent is perfect. Our parents are not even perfect. Yeah. They, 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 they sometimes, you know, lack in a lot of things. Every parent likes in a lot of things. But since our parents are, are, are you know, the apostle and the pastora, they must be perfect. And everybody wants to come to my house and sleep over. And I'm telling you guys, it is... Like any other family, like any other family, it's everybody goes to the room and they knock out. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. It's, it's, there's, there's nothing different about it. And, and, and but what I, what I did, uh, my dad did instill in me when I was younger is that when you had your first girlfriend, he told me, tell me. And so I did. And he was super cool about it. And he kept my secret. So then every time I had a girlfriend, I would tell him. And he would tell me, hey, 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 be careful of this. Hey, be careful. Oh, so. Yeah, he would tell me, don't do this, don't do that. Oh, be careful with that. And then I wouldn't see until now <laughs> that I'm 29 years old. I'm like, oh, my dad saved me from so much trouble. You know, I, uh, me and Danny are siblings, if you guys didn't know, but I am listening to his experience, and I'm like, well, that's so unfair. That's not how my experience was at all. But you know what, guys? I, I actually understand it now. You know, I'm older, and I understand that as a girl, for some reasons, we, uh, we romanticize love a lot, and we tend to look at things that are not even love. I was like, oh, my God, it's the perfect fairy tale, and he's my Prince Charming dressed in armor, and he's going to come get me in a horse, and we're going to ride off into the sunset together, and it's not true that's not how love is at all love is a decision to be made and it's something that you work out every day but um yeah i i think it, I, our experiences were so different because my idea of love when i was younger is just you know all in fully of course i'll run away with you when i'm like 12 years old you know like where are we gonna go to your parents like right. <laughs> bro yeah like the playground literally yeah so i i see how different our situations were and 
yeah, I needed to be like held back with reins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you saying that is like really true because you're always telling me when you first like someone, it's like a new toy. Like you're so excited to use them and just like scribble them around and like you don't even know what love is at that point because you're so confused with liking someone and loving someone um if we go to um wait i just lost it oh yeah first corinthians 13 4 to 5 it says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others and it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered and it keeps no record of wrongs that is that's love, right? That's yeah. so beautiful. And, and this leads us to the next question. How do you how do you help someone find their self-worth after being abused? And it's it's so simple because although it's so simple, it's so hard to do, you know? Remind them their identity in Christ. Guys, there is no identity out of Christ. Out of Christ, we are no one. We are worthless. We have no worth. Literally, Christ made us worthy mm. by paying with his blood on the cross. But if we did not have that, we are literally just vile beings waiting for a horrible end chaos at the end and being burned forever in eternity and I, and and literally you guys could just read bible verses to whoever is feeling that their self-worth uh, is not there but let me just read you guys one first peter 2 9 but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation god's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And literally, there is our identity. Because he called us out of darkness into light, we are chosen. We are a royal priesthood. Guys, like that, that's just amazing. That Just those two words alone, royal priesthood. We are undeserving of this completely holy nation. I sin daily and God still sees me as holy. Like my identity is insane in him. Right. Yeah, not only that, but if we go to Psalm 91, 4, it says, With his feathers, he will cover you, and under his wings, you can take refuge. refuge. His faithfulness will be a shield and a bucket, which is so amazing because sometimes we feel like, oh, like, oh, God just threw me there. Like, it's his fault. But no, he's always waiting for us to go to him so he could cover us. And it's so beautiful because sometimes we forget how amazing he is and what he could do. But we just forget and we're done. It's just we, yeah, we forget who we belong to, who made us in his image. And that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and we also we have to understand that when God died for us, he took all of this into the into the cross so we don't have to worry about it. I, I said that thing I said in the last podcast that I was telling you guys that sometimes we struggle with all this, guys, and God is looking at us like, oh, my God, with so much <laughs> love, like saying, oh, my God, I already went through all this, so they don't have to go through it, and yet we're battling with it, and we're struggling with it, and we're pushing, and we're struggling, and we're fighting, and this, this, and that, and God is looking at, you know, I always I always look at it like that, like, for example, when I tell somebody, hey, you know, be careful, you know, don't get into a used car uh, right away, you know, right out of high school, because, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of money, and there's not enough you know, bang for your buck, right? And then they go and get that, and I'm just looking at them like, oh, how much are you paying? $650 a month. And they're like, oh, how much was the car? Oh, $21,000. And I'm like, how are you paying $650 a month? And it's like seeing them struggle with something that I already went through, and I'm telling them, don't do that. And God is looking at you guys, guys, your identity, your problems are within me. Not that I am Jesus Christ. Now I'm not. I'm just saying some. This is an example, right? So we have to understand that the way that this goes is that if somebody's abusing you, if somebody, if somebody, if somebody has abused you, the number one thing to do is find your identity. You have to love yourself. That's why I always tell people. I always tell people, and I always tell girls and men and kids, be like, find the love 
for yourself. For example, enjoy your solitude. It doesn't have to be so horrible, guys. Like, honestly, you know, some people tell me, oh, it's because I become anxious or I become depressed. But because you guys are not enjoying it. It's really nice to sometimes be alone, guys. It's really nice. Like, honestly, I enjoy my solitude. <laughs> I enjoy it. And I, 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 I say, dude, I'm going to have this time to myself, within my thoughts, to, you know, recap what I did last week, what <laughs> I did yesterday. Did I do it right? Did I not do it right? Can I do it better? Can I become a better person? Can I not become a better person? I, whatever it is that I need to do, I can think about it right there and then. And, but, Danny, you know, I, 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 I mean, again, we're siblings, so I feel like a lot of things were similar. And I love being alone, too. Like, I don't mind it at all. Um, but I also think it's because we know who is with us. I think we understand that we are are not alone at all. You know, every time that I have like a thought to myself, I sometimes catch myself like speaking, not even to myself, like to God, like I'm so terrible at this. What can I do? Or uh, I did this. What do you think? You know, like asking questions and maybe don't think I'm like having a conversation and God is answering. Like I think you did great there. You know, no, like absolutely not. But you know, it's just like continuously. Like I never feel alone because I'm not alone. I am not alone, and I. I believe this and I know this and I, I stand firm in my faith that everywhere I go, God is with me and his mercy and his goodness follow me all of the days of my life. And um, yeah, I, I think that's why it's important to have your identity in Christ because you'll never truly feel this emptiness of loneliness. I agree. And, and, and you know, somebody was telling me this earlier. It's like, Danny, you know, I feel like this void. There's this void within me. And I tell him, that void is God's place. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, when they tell you, like, uh, I always, I always thought like, oh, why, why do they make you, you know, not make you, but they offer you, hey, do you want to accept Jesus Christ in your heart? And it's like saying, do you want the last puzzle to your puzzle, to your huge puzzle? Do you want the last puzzle piece to your puzzle? And they're like, what? No, I don't want that. Or they say, yeah, yeah, I need it. Like, I, I need this because I need to be part of it. I need to be whole. And that's what it is. It literally is the last puzzle piece of a huge puzzle that we call life. And we have to understand that this is this is the way. And toxic love isn't the way. God is love. The, and the Bible says that he who has love has God. He who doesn't have God, does, he who doesn't have love doesn't know who God is. So just keep that in mind, guys. Okay, next question, guys. How can we how can we keep from falling into these same abusive relationships? And I think I think that question is simple. And I think the question has already been answered. If you don't know who you are, you don't know how you make choices. You know, I used to watch this movie that says, "If you know better, why don't you do better?" Mm. I, this movie said it. Don't don't give me all the credit <laughs> for it. But this movie said it, and I was like, "Dude, that's so true." If you know better, you should be able to know better, do better. Sorry. So, if we read the Bible and we know what's our worth, and you're worth, you know quadrillion million dollars then are you going to be are you going to sell yourself for a hundred dollars no you're going to sell yourself for what you are and you are worth god's precious blood therefore when somebody comes and tries to abuse you or somebody tries to tell you something you're wrong right away you pick it up and you say uh-uh this ain't for me i'm gonna move away but we have to be willing to make that change go ahead yeah, and I was going to say, like, if you're in a relationship where you know it's toxic, then it's not a real relationship because it's not real love. If you, like, are continuously getting abused by your partner or, like, getting, you know, heartbroken or whatever, then that's not true love. And you're just going to keep falling into the same hole, the same burden, instead of letting that burden go and carrying Jesus Christ's burden mm. and knowing better, you know, than just repeating your sin all over and getting hurt. And you know what else we have to check out? That you're not making the same mistakes that our parents have made. Because that's what happens a lot along, along, along the lines that, you know, 
your mom likes toxic relationships and now you like toxic relationships. And you might say, wait, Danny, or hey, I don't know why I'm doing this. And um, now you know how, because of your mother, because of your father, you have to be careful. If, you're, if your mom struggled with older men, I bet you whatever you want that you will also struggle with older men. So stay away from it. Kill it. Kill it early. Go ahead. And I think it's important to know, Danny, that nothing is easy in life. All of the right decisions are usually difficult. And those are usually the only ones that are worth it. Um, and we remember our promises again in the Bible, Romans 8.37. In all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So if we want to, we can. Why? Because Christ has already conquered for us. And although we lose... Um, you know how they say you might have lost the battle but you won the war yeah we lose battles to our flesh but the war has already been won and we have the victory and if we declare it and we believe it it is ours so if we remember this we have our identity in Christ what more is there to do you cannot fall back into this because you know you're a conqueror and you can do all things you set your mind to because that is literally what God does and the Bible also says I'm sorry last one and then Jose, you can take it um, that all things work together for the good for those who love him so if you love God and you're in an abusive relationship you're going to get out and it's going to work for the better. Maybe you're going to help others who are in toxic relationships see that they're in toxic relationships. Help them come out of it. Everything has a purpose. And the purpose is that his name be glorified at the end of the day, at the end of time and all moments and all times. Go, Josue, I'm so sorry. Thank you. No worries. So also adding on, so let's, like, God, you know, his love, He, he we, we have the war won. And let's say we don't know, like, the steps, or we don't know, you know, but how, right? Even though we know, we don't know what steps to take. That's why if we go to Hebrews 4, 15 to 16, it says that Christ, our high priest, is not a high priest, who's not touched by the feelings of our feeble flesh, but one who was tested at all, at all points, as we are ourselves tested, but without sin. And it says, then let us come near to the seat of grace without fear that mercy may be given to us and we may get grace for our help in the time of need so right there you know christ god understands what we're going through and he gave us a way so if we go to him and pray to the throne of grace he will reveal us maybe at the at then and there or maybe throughout certain times we pray he will reveal the steps necessary and the strategies you can get out of that situation yeah, and you know what? I was I was getting a question here, like like what what happens? I think we, we already answered this question. Is like what happens? Remember the breaking chains uh, question? We we uh, not breaking chains. Uh, the breaking chains podcast that we had, and and somebody was asking me, you know, what happens if your parents like don't tell you about these problems? And I think I think some of that's what I'm telling you. Sometimes you have to listen, and you have to make a decision to follow Christ, because when you make a decision to follow Christ then your leader in that can say, hey, um, why does your mom have a, another marriage? Why does your dad have a different son? Oh, ho, ho, ho. ding, 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 ding. They struggle with this. Watch out. And Danny, you know, when you're in the process of, um, of you said how this was, uh, ministerial counseling, I yes. think we said, um, when you're in the process of counseling, the Holy Spirit is there, guys. One of the first things we do is we invite the Holy Spirit into the room and we ask him to be there and he reveals things. Like, I've seen it so amazing, like how they don't know like any... Um, backstory to their parents or they don't know the past sins of this but the holy spirit shows up and something happens that it's brought out and it's like oh my god yeah that's it and how do you know i don't there's people who remember things that happened when they were babies guys i can't even remember anything that i did last week you know uh, so so yeah definitely like the holy spirit shows up and when you are willing god is there guys and god knows everything you never have to know anything at all god knows everything 
But you know, I, I like a word you use, willing. That willing comes derived from a decision, convicted to what you want and what you want. For example, if a slave wants to be free, will he be kept in the shackles? No, he will find a way to get out of it. So that's that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, maybe I don't want to say that it's all the person's fault, like that they fall into these things. No, it might not be all their fault. But you have to see it. Oh my God! Now I'm finding out about it. Why? Why continue be in it? And it's hard. Look, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying this is like a uh, uh, you know walk in the park or you know a bike around your your block. No, it's hard. But it's a decision we have to make, and not just you, not just me. Not it's. Everybody has to make a decision. How do people make it? People will tell me how do people make changes? How do you go from, for example, um, how do you use Danny? How do you went from drinking to no drinking? Or how do you went from from um, saying bad words to not saying bad words? Or how do you how do you how did you go from having a lustful mind to a less lustful mind? Because I mean, we all struggle with that either way, right? But how do you have that? And I'm like, dude, I made a decision to say no more, and I, I decided to just how do I say that? Like dive head first and guys i can tell you guys by testimony that he's caught me like i went in through faith um have you guys ever had like when your parents tell you oh jump 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 i'll catch you and it's like the hardest thing in the world but and, but you jump and you're like yeah. oh okay he caught me so the second jump it's a little bit easier yep. and and the third jump is a little bit easier. and then you just throw yourself and then when your dad's not you're like oh i'm not there yet wait for me and that's how God is with me. For example, when I started preaching, I would hate when people would tell me, oh, what a great preaching, or what a great this, until God spoke to me in a, in a prophecy. He told me, why don't you let me love you? Why don't you let me treat you right? And I said, you're right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, God. But I'm saying as my, my little experiences because I, I understood, I'm like, oh, now I throw myself into deep, the deep end, mm -hmm. and God catches me. But now He tells me, okay, even though when I catch you and I make you shine because it's always growing none of His mind, He says, but now since you're there, let me love you, let me let me give you blessings, let me let me give you things that you never expected that were yours. And then I go, okay, because I would like, for example, they would give me like, oh, Danny, what a great preaching or something like that. And you know, I hate that stuff, right? You know, <laughs> I I hate it or I hang with the clap. Oh my God, it bothers me so much. But but what I'm trying to say is like. He tells me, look, it's not for you, but you're my, you are my, you're, you're my cup. Therefore, all the glory you have has to come back to me. That's why I remember I told you, I told you guys about the, the, the song, right? But, but it's, it's a ton of things. I'll explain to you guys after the, the podcast. But I was saying is that we have to figure it out. But also understand, when you figure it out, don't take another four years to make a decision. Make it now. Because then, watch, so for example, for example, I'm just going to make this. Like, right, right? Because they go, oh, I want to make a decision. But you know what? Not yet. Let me just get out of my, my 16th <laughs> years. No, man, make a decision now. Or, or you know how you know how, you know you know what I mean? Like for example, like 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 Rebecca, how do you how do you go from how do you go from living in Pasco to living in LA and living a total life? Only one thing: making a decision, dude. Like saying, yeah, am I gonna start? Am I, for example, how, I'm sorry that I put your life in on um, blast, but but like, how do you went from not liking church to liking church by giving it a shot, dude? And what I remember when you came and I told you, dude, I told you, I was like, dude, just give it a shot. <laughs> I, I told him, I was like, give it a shot with the youth and you will love it. And you're like, nah, you're a liar. And then you give it one time and you was like, you see, and you're like, yeah, bro, it's a change. But was you, were you perfect? No. You still had trouble with your grades. You still had trouble in other areas. And as you kept going a year from now, wow, you have 50% less than you had before. But how? Through knowing the identity through Christ. Knowing the identity through Christ gives you a decision, a conviction, 
that you can never say and you can never go back. Next question, because we're running out of time. All right, the next one is, how do you recognize when you are toxic and how you can how can you seek the help oh needed? My God, that's I tough. think this one is so funny. <laughs> but you know what? Usually we're only focused on working up the person who is being abused. Maybe mm. not even like in the way we think, but we never focus on also the person who is toxic and they're toxic for a reason, you know? They also need help. And this is one of the things I love about Jesus, that he sees a murderer and isn't disgusted. He sees a rapist and isn't disgusted. We as humans, it's hard for us. For me, guys, especially, I'm like, oh, my God. Rapist, you know? right for you. <laughs> Yeah, for me, like, the, anyone who hurts a child to me, I feel like they deserve, like, that sentence, ASAP, and I should be watching and implementing that. <laughs> <laughs> Judge and execution. Yeah, literally. But, but, yeah, it's hard for me. But And then I see God's heart, and I see that he's forgiving of all these things, and he calls them them children like me and we are equal in god's kingdom right so i i, I think how do we even recognize when we are toxic we don't have god if we don't have god no matter if you're the best person ever you're toxic why because you don't have love you don't have anything you don't have life without him there is nothing and also i think another important one is that you don't leave people worse than when how you found them like when you meet someone you don't like make them insecure you're not like the pick me person that wants to like embarrass them please don't be those guys please those people are so annoying um be, you know be the be the person that uplifts be the person mm. that shows god's love that's how you start to change from being that toxic person and you know get the help you need which is jesus you know you know what i see that you you, you say something very important that jesus calls them children right so let's just say for, for example if a carpenter has children. What are their children going to be doing? Carpentry, Carpentry right? Yeah. So it's it's crazy because Jesus was a revolutionary, right? Who was a revolutionary? Yeah, you can say that, yeah. right? <laughs> right? He every time somebody came across him, he changed their life. Therefore, since we're his children, every time we come across somebody, it should be changing life. Changing life, changing life, changing life. And I'm not saying that you are doing it, but God through you is doing it. So, for example, I like what Dora said. If somebody's crying and somebody's, you know, contemplating suicide, oh, yeah, nobody loves me. Go kill yourself. Nah, bro. You say, no, somebody does love you and somebody wants you to remain alive and his name is Jesus and you want to accept Jesus Christ in your heart. And I guarantee you that nine times out of ten and ten out of ten sometimes, they say, yes, this is what I needed. This is why I need somebody to tell me that they love me, and somebody does love you, and this name is Jesus. So, so I, I, I like I like what what I said. You know, how do we, how do we, how do we, how do we uh, figure out if we if we are toxic? The Bible also says it. The Bible also says it. Don't worry about the little thing that your brother has in his eye, but worry about your log that you have in front of your eyes. That means, in other words, it said he says. Worry about your big problems. Worry about your big problems. Don't worry about your brother's little problems. So. Um, I don't know if we have anything else to say. Uh, if you do, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we have two more questions. Oh, so, so sorry, sorry, sorry. We have 30 minutes, so let's go one more. All right. I think that the best one would be, can, can being too permissive in your love also be toxic? Yes. Yes, you can. Too permissive. I'm going to take as a, something that I see a lot in the youth. If you're a girl, and I'm sorry because we're all talking girls, but because I care about, you, about girls a lot more, because girls are the ones that usually set the boundaries in a relationship. If a girl allows a man to disrespect her with dirty, dirty texts, don't wonder why he doesn't respect you. For example, if he asks you for an inappropriate picture and he shows it to your friend, to his friends, what did you expect? 
Like, <laughs> what did you expect from him? Like, he he's asking you. Think you're the only one? I always tell this to everybody. He's like, do you think she's the, he's the only one that you're the only one that he's asking? Yeah, it might be you. It might be uh, it might be uh, it might be another girl. So I'm saying the way you do it, the way you put yourself, the way you put yourself as a worth is the way that that they're gonna treat you. Um, and then you start asking yourself why you feel worthless. Why mm. don't you feel loved? You know, but it's because you started opening those doors. Mm. You started letting guys in. You started letting them mistreat you. And then now you're like, oh, I can't find love. Oh, I don't believe in love. You know? And then you start getting depressed and all this stuff, you know? And now you're asking so much stuff. And you're like, dang, how far did I go, you know? And now you feel like you can't come back from it. But mm -hmm. you can, you know? Um, put your faith into Christ. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say also, like, the friends that you go to, you know? Like, if you're going to, like, someone who's younger than you for, like, relationship advice, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, bro, go date him because, like, he's the only fish in the sea that you're going to find. Mm. Or, like, if like if you go to someone the same age, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, dude, he wants to take you out. Dude, say yes because it's a one-time shot and you're not going to find anyone else. Well, take you out where? To your car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 yeah. You know, let them take you out where? To church? Yeah. To the mall, walk around. He doesn't even know what money is. He doesn't even know what it's having. Even a, a debit card is around, unless your parents deposit some money on it. I mean, I mean, like, like I'm saying, guys, like, 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 listen, listen, listen to what, to what, uh, to, to what I'm trying to tell you guys. If you guys are too permissive in your relationships, it will turn out toxic. Either you will turn out toxic, or the other person will turn out toxic. So keep in mind, the more boundaries we have the better it is okay guys we've uh made it to um the end of our podcast today uh right here in encounter the encounter so guys don't forget to follow us on instagram it's at redeem la so um i'll see you guys next week and i hope this was a blessing see you guys god bless <coughs>